sitting would be better, Major. Not sitting? Standing is very difficult to do when you're sitting. Curious, aren't they? <sighs> Just about each other. Can't say much for the coffee here, but if I run out of ink, I'm covered. You know anything about horses? I stepped in some manure once. Frank, these people have no effect, Ray, unless you aggle hay over the ice cray. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again is Simon. Uh, gentlemen and gentlemen and ladies around the podcasting world, hello. <laughs> Unfortunately, Al will not be joining us for this episode. No, he's too busy to sleep somewhere or combing his moustache. <laughs> Today we're discussing Season 4, Episode 8, Dear Mildred. It's the 80th episode overall, directed by Alan Alda, written by Everett Greenbaum and Jim Fritzel. The original air date is October 24th, 1975, and the production code is G505. Does the colonel wish to dictate a letter? No, no, I was just going to write one to my wife. Our anniversary's coming up shortly. Oh, congratulations, sir. Thank you. Are you married, Radar? No, sir. I'm just a kid. Well, when you get back home, you ought to find yourself a nice girl. Well, first I want to get a 46 Chevy. I've had 27 wonderful years with Mrs. Potter. Oh, yes, sir. Can't get that kind of mileage out of a Chevy. Well, I never ride the clutch, sir. <clears throat> Finish the daily report? Oh, yes, I did, sir. Notify the officer of the day? Done. I done and did everything you told me to done and uh, do, sir. Relax, Radar. Smoke if you've got them. I'm just a kid, sir. Would you like to clean up the office? Oh, yes, sir. That would be nice. That's, I do, that's one of my best things. And I think I have the plot summary as well. Mm -hmm. Colonel Potter writes his anniversary letter to his wife. Meanwhile, Frank and Margaret try to find the perfect anniversary gift, only to be outdone by radar. You're not a knock, soldier? Sure, sir. Just traipsing in. Now, suppose I'd been engaged in some top-secret, hush-hush, confidential activity, huh? Well, I peeked first to see if Major Houlihan was here, sir. You little fink! Who's a little fink? I am, sir. You may think it's all right to give enlisted men free run of our quarters. I disapprove. I told him to meet me. Oh, well, who do you think you are? Captain Benjamin Franklin Pierce, surgeon, U.S. Army involuntary. Your hand is filthy. I was leaning against a dusty nurse for a change. Where are you going, Frank? That's for me to know and you to find out. Witty dog. I'm probably responsible for his leaving. I'll come in more often. Uh, so, guest stars in this episode. Well, William Christopher returns, of course, as Father Francis Mulcahy. We have Richard Lee Sung, who played Cho. Richard and his impressive teeth have appeared in 11 episodes of MASH, this being his second. Yeah, so we've got another nine episodes of this joke. <laughs> I can't think of anything else <laughs> uh, Buck Young plays Dad Now the incredibly American sounding actor Buck Young 
popped up in three episodes of MASH, this being his last. He has 121 titles on International Movie Database, and he sadly passed away at the grand age of 80. Oh, he had a good career and a good life. Mm. We also have Patricia Stevens, who plays Nurse Abel. And Barbara Christopher as Nurse O'Connor. Now, Barbara is the wife of William Christopher, and they have been married since 1957. They have two sons, and this is her only acting role on IMDb. Yeah, that was so cool that they brought her in to sing with him. Yeah, yeah, good voice as well. Yeah, yeah. And rounding out our guest stars, we have Bonnie Jones, who played Lieutenant Barbara Bannerman. Bonnie appears in five episodes of MASH, this being her last. She was married to MASH producer Gene Reynolds until 1976. Bonnie is now an accomplished writer and has also directed over 20 plays. Mm. Very cool. Uh, you all got a sharpshooter around here? <laughs> We've got four rifles in this outfit, and one of them's a reading lamp. Uh, we got a wounded horse up north, left there by the Chinese. I want to put the critter out of its misery. Hey, 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 wait a minute. You just going to shoot it? Well, I think he's pretty badly hurt. Well, you can't do that. Rito, the animal's probably suffering. Well, that doesn't mean you have to kill it. It's got rights. Well, what else can I do? Well, these sirs are doctors, sirs. Maybe they can save it. Come on, I'll go with you. Would you, huh? Please, pretty please. You get the feeling we're in a Lassie movie? Please? All right, okay. Will you help us? Okay. Sure. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. This is my favorite episode. Mm. Definitely this season. It's definitely in my top ten. Yeah. Um... I don't even have that many notes because I've memorized this episode because I've seen it so many times. Uh, I mean, everything about it is just... And it's not even a very complicated episode, really. No. Not a lot happens, but just very significant moments. And, of course, my favorite is Radar giving the horse to Potter and his reaction to it. And uh, Sir, I have a present for your anniversary. Well, this is turning into a real party. Can I bring it in, sir? Please. Wish Mother were here to enjoy all this. Oh, my. It's a horse, sir. Here's the keys. A beautiful horse. I don't know what to say, Radar. I want my money back, in American, and not that stuff I paid you. Shh. He can't be more than four years old. Pretty nice, Radar. At least he'll get to take care of him. This calls for a drink. At least. Sorry about that, sir. That's disgusting. Son, to me, that's a tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> Good boy. It, it's just, it's very heartfelt, and, you know, they really, you can tell that they 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 meshed really well as actors. Mm. Um, they just really worked well off of each other. And, of course, you have the bust of Potter, which I thought looked like Potter. Because mm. I know they say it looked like uh, the gentleman who, you know, Mr. Teeth. But <laughs> Mr. Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I thought it, it had a good resemblance to mm. Potter. And it's carved out of the wood. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it, was a fun, it was a good episode. And, you know, we got to see, like I said, there's just not a ton of stuff. It was the horse story. And it was, you know, um, 
Hulihan and and uh, Burns trying to get this uh, sculpture sculpture done. <laughs> so uh, very simple simple story, but sometimes simple is better. Oh, yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. You know, how about you? No, no, I hated it. You did not. No, of course I did not. I love this. No, I, I think it's a fabulous episode, and, and uh, I, I know that you really like this as well. Well, actually, I think we talked about it when, when me and you met yeah. up not long ago. But uh, yeah, we um, had. It's it's there's, there's, I got, I, again. I've only got a couple of notes on here. Um, I noticed that BJ is the only one to stand when Mulcahy and the nurse go up to the stage, um, mm. which was which is I found quite weird. And because you know normally I thought they would stand, but it was only BJ who did. And the horse's leg coming out of the shed always makes me laugh. It's so ridiculously obvious. Oh, yeah. It's not a horse. <laughs> yeah, we have a little behind-the-scene tidbit about that. Oh, do so we? Sure one of us will read it. Yeah, um, yeah the, the the Potter's, um, you know, the, the sculpture of Potter, and it's it, it does look really, you know, quite like him. Apart from obviously the eyes are, yes, you know, are yes. slightly, you know, Korean. So there's, yes. there's it almost reminds me of um, when they made Sean Connery up to look kind of Chinese in a James Bond film, and it looks so ridiculous. <laughs> you, know, you can tell it's Sean Connery, but they just kind of like put some makeup to make, make his eyes slightly thinner. Um, yeah. You know the, the the memorable scene obviously is radar bringing in the horse and Hawkeye yes. saying nice touch radar. It's it's again you know Morgan's acting where he can tell he's so moved to see this beautiful yep. animal and yep. and radar and because obviously radar had worries about um, Potter not thinking he was jelly and not really knowing if he liked him or that. And what's up, radar? Oh, it's Colonel Potter. Gee, I just can't get relaxed around him. It's like staying with your aunt instead of your mother. You gotta say please. You can't dunk your zwei back in your Bosco. You're just not used to him yet, Radar. Give him time. Oh, no, no, no. I spent 15 summers with my aunt. Always came home with hyperacidity. Oh. And he goes and does this. It's it's such a brilliant ending of it. And to see the you know Potter riding off on the horseback up to the helipad. Isn't that uh, awesome? Very, yeah, very brave considering how low a helicopter <laughs> helicopter is. <laughs> there would would have been a Kill Bill moment going on there, but uh, no, it's a, it's a it's a brilliant episode. And and again, like you. You know, I, I've seen this. This is one of my episodes where I can go back and watch it any time. I never get yep. bored of it. It's a, you know, I, I, people often criticise feel-good episodes or feel-good films and TV programs. I disagree. You know, it doesn't matter what mood you're in. A feel-good thing is always good to have, and, and this is yep. one of them. It's a, it's a ten out of ten episode for me. This one, definitely. Like I said, it's definitely in my top ten, probably my top five of all-time episodes mm. of Mash. And it's not. It's so weird to say that because it's so not super deep and it's not super complicated. It's a very sweet, simple story. Yeah, yeah. But it worked. Yeah. You know, I was never bored. I was never, oh my God, why is there any action going on? Why isn't there more, you know, nothing. It was just, it was just fun to watch. It was a joy through from beginning to end. Just got back from Rosie's bar, dear. A civilian joint across the road. Picked up a few beers. Ran into Majors Burns and Houlihan. She's the head nurse. He's the head twerp. He's married, but... I think something's going on between them. Of course, it's none of my business. Sometimes he has lip rouge around his mouth and his lips are all swollen. But like I say, that's none of my affair. Seen her a few times with whisker burns on her cheeks, but that's of no interest to me. He did come into OR the other morning with teeth marks on his neck. Doesn't prove anything, though. He could have been roughhousing with a camp dog. But you know how I am, Mildred. What folks do on their off-duty hours is no business of mine. 
All right, let's go ahead and move on to our behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one. Yeah, Barbara Christopher, the wife, of course, of William Christopher, who said earlier on. Now she appears with him, and they sing a duet to entertain the crowd while Klinger repairs the movie film. When you're all dressed up and no place to go. Life seems weary, dreary, and slow. My heart has ached and bled for the tears I've shed when I'd no place to go unless I went back to bed. I've had a sad, sad life, and whenever I go to that peaceful spot where the violets grow, Upon a nice white stone will be written below. He was all dressed up and no place to go. <laughs> I'd love to know how that came about. I mean, did they, was that in a script and William turned around and said, hey, you know, my, my wife sings a good you know, song. We often sing together. How about we get her in? Or, you know, was it something that the, the writers already knew? That. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm. I assume that that the your first idea it was probably true. Mm. He, he probably saw in the script that he was supposed to do a duet with a nurse. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, my wife sings," you know, or maybe she was on set one day, and they, you know, I don't know. It would be cool to find out the you know the the reasoning behind it. But like you said, that's the only thing she's ever done. She's not an actress. No, you know, she was there just for her husband to sing with him. So very very cool. During this episode, the horse that Radar gives to Colonel Potter is repeatedly referred to as a male. Future episodes refer to the horse as female, including the horse's name, Sophie. Yeah, I noticed that as well, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's an obvious way to tell. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> if Al was here, he would go there. So <laughs> That's the reason why he's, uh, he's still in bed at the moment. Um, <laughs> Uh, at about 20 minutes into the show, when Hawkeye and BJ go to the motor pool to talk to Radar about the horse, you can see the horse handling crew behind Radar as he moves off the left side of the screen after a close-up shot of him talking. Oh. Yeah. Radar says, You can't dunk your back in your Bosco? A Zwieback is a crisp piece of toast often used as a teething biscuit for infants. Bosco is a brand of chocolate syrup. Oh, Okay. Uh, multiple horses were used in filming this episode. The first horse seen in the canyon has only white colouring around the left rear hoof. The horse BJ attempts to lasso has mostly white rear legs. And the horse Radar approaches has rear legs with slight white colouring. Do you know how hard that was to say? <laughs> <laughs> you did a mighty fine job. Thank you, sir. <laughs> This is the last of three appearances by Buck Young as three different characters. The first was episode 22. I think Med mentioned this during the guest stars. And when Hawkeye and BJ are giving medical treatment to the horse, the horse breaks through the wall. When it does this, you can see that it breaks one leg and in slow motion, you can briefly see the hand of a stagehand pushing the legs through the wall. Yeah, it's not very well done, but I think that adds to the comedy. It does, yeah. I don't think it was meant to be. It's the spectacular-looking effect, so... No, it's, it got the job done. It, it, it did, yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you just take it easy, pal. This isn't going to hurt not a bit. These guys are terrific doctors. Don't build them up too much, Radar. This is my first horseectomy. Didn't you guys' own pets ever get sick? The only pet I ever had was a stuffed owl. A very true and loyal bird. Give them a little cotton and they're yours for life. 
Don't you listen. They're just kidding. Ready, doctor? As ready as I'll ever be. Easy, pal. They're just going to swab you behind in the back, that's all. How bad is it? From point of entry, it looks like one piece of shrapnel. You'll be fine, Radar. You can bet him to win, place, and live. You got anything to calm him down? I'm trying to give him a sedative. You got anything to calm me down? Radar, will you hold on to him? I am holding him. Easy, boy. Easy, easy. Watch it, You're in business for yourself, Radar. Did he kick you? No, I just missed the lavalier. He's all calmed down now. You forget it, he's crazy. He's crazy. Well, he's only human. Anyway, the sedative worked. His eyes are all glazed over. That's not the end we're worried about. Oh, he needs you. No, no, Radar. Oh, please. No, no. Come on, he needs you. Please. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And we have a website, and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. Why not come along and spend some of your hard-earned money at our MASH online store? And that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. Alright, well I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think I can safely say that this is definitely meds in my, probably one of our favorite episodes of Mm. MASH. So, uh, good stuff all around. Alright, well, I am Kenny. Uh, I'm meds. And we'll be seeing ya. And so, Mildred dear, I come to the end of this long letter. Sorry we can't be together on our anniversary, but my heart is always with you. Your ever-loving Sherm. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.
Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. I don't think he likes you at all. <laughs> no, I don't like you either. <laughs> I love that. That is so great. That's good writing. Yes, because it's not much dialogue. And because <clears throat> George Lucas didn't write all the <coughs> dialogue. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast... We would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. <laughs> MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved. Who played Cho? Who? Yeah. And rounding up our... And Bonnie appears in five... Sorry, I got a plane crossing over. (laughs) You can see the horse handling... Hold on. Radar says you can... the first horse you see in a canyon has only white colouring around left ear. Left left ear. Ooh. Um. 